Cousin Jared, we are here for the Thursday, October 12th show of Picks with the Professor. Uh, i got four college football games we're going to talk about here. And then after we uh, play the 32nd outro music, you and I are going to talk about every other college football game this week. So again, uh, viewer, if you want to hear information from myself and uh, Cousin Jared, a.k.a. AKA Cousin Totals. Uh, yeah. Sign up on Dub Club. That sign-up is in the show description, and you will get a much, much, much longer show that you will get to enjoy college ball content throughout the week. Your uh, contribution through Dub Club uh, supports me paying my bills so that I can spend uh, like 100 hours a week doing this stuff because I, I literally eat, sleep, and, and breathe this stuff. I, I, I generally am like watching I'm like watching like replays of NFL games while I eat nowadays. It, 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 it's wild. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, stick around for the show. We'll talk about all the games we like, and then we will also talk about every game that we hate. Uh, we will yeah. talk about that as well. We will literally talk about everything. Everything, and which is good because sometimes we'll kind of give you a little bit of a lean, a little bit of direction, a little bit of a like, hey, what number do we need? Yep. You know, so there's a lot of good information there. Uh, no recap for Wednesday. There's still multiple games happening so far. New Mexico State looks great. Uh, the Diamondbacks are maybe holding on right now. We'll see. By the time this show finishes in in, in three hours, uh, <laughs> we will know the answer to that, but we don't know it right now. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of recap things at, at a later date. But uh, Cousin Jared, just as a reminder for people going in and, you know, I kind of mentioned some of the people in Discord, like, what makes a pick good is the price, right? And mm -hmm. so that's just kind of the mindset I want people to have, especially for those of you watching. Uh, us talk about all the college football games is, is the price of what matters because what we have to think about here as as long-term sports betters is the risk versus reward balance because the uh, risk does not change no matter what we say the risk doesn't change the risk is what it is the game is going to happen a result will happen um, there's a chance that the teams lose there's a chance to blow whatever and we don't know what that is we try to assess it but but we don't know what it is but what does change is the reward the price that you pay that changes throughout the week throughout the day. And that's what we're looking at, trying to make sure that we get good reward amounts. So that way, uh, you know, we know that we're whatever risk we're dealing with, we're always at least on the the rewards higher than the risk, right? So that's just kind of the, yep. the line from life. Because there any, any other words or framing you want to add to that, uh, you know, mentality that, that that we're looking to have here? Uh, I will go back to this is mostly a math show and a yeah. statistics show. And like, you just can't, you can't get away from that. Like that's kind of the root uh, of everything it is. I actually had uh, one of Miss Cousin Jared's friends is going to Las Vegas this weekend and mm. he texted me and he's like, Hey, uh, I've never really done this sports betting thing. What, what, you know, what would you recommend? And of course, poor guy didn't know what he was asking. <laughs> didn't know who, what he was asking, who he was asking. <laughs> he, he knew who he was asking. He didn't know what kind of response he was going to get. Yeah. And so I proceeded to list off every play that I like in college football and NFL and also said, but only at this price. And then I said, right. that won't be the price that you see. Just yep. shoot me a text. It'll change by the time you get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I will tell you what's a good price and, and yeah. what's not. So even the people who just like, you know, casually ask me for advice, I still tell them just send me what the price is and, and yeah. I'll tell you if it's, if it's good or not. So yeah. um, anyway, yeah, that, that's all and, it comes down to. And, it's, it's all about the price. People have a hard time with that. I think because sports isn't completely random, but it, is completely random to us. You know why? Because we have no control over it. So it's a very random process to us. But think about this. What if I told you at Blackjack, every time you won a hand, you didn't win your bet back, you won 80% of your bet back. 
Or what if I told you in blackjack, every time you got a blackjack, you won two to one, right? These sort of things would change what you do and if you played at different tables, right? And that's what we're talking about here is that you got to, it, it, it's that same sort of thing. I think people might understand the analogy better that you would say, no, I would never do that. Or I would always do it. And that's kind of the, the mind frame. So you're right. It's a math show. It's a stats show. And as someone with a PhD in statistics, uh, ladies and gentlemen watching the show, I, I believe you are in good hands. So with uh, no further ado, we'll get started here. Friday night, Stanford at Colorado. Uh, a Colorado team everyone's talked, oh my gosh, so much about. Uh, started off on fire, kind of came back to earth. We kind of, uh, after the, we, we were very skeptical uh, to start the season on them. After that first game, the model jumped them way up. Uh, but it's had them right about here the whole time. It jumped them way up because it was like, okay, they're not going to be, they, they got some talent, but uh, it, it was kind of a nice little hop up and then kind of hanging around right around this point. So I think the model did a great job viewing them. They're not great. They're not terrible. The Pac-12 has a couple of bad teams. One of those, I think, is Stanford. Uh, we're yeah. going to lay the 11 with Colorado to be great. Pick. Model says by 20.1, it's a massive difference. It's be great pick. Cause when you lay this type of number, you know, you just never know what the incentives are. You never know how the game's going to play out. Right. And there's just extra variability. And so mm-hmm. the B is not to necessarily say we don't like it. The B grade isn't necessarily say it's more or less, you know, I have no idea if Colorado's going to win by 40 or, or lose by 10. Right. That's not what we're saying. The B mm-hmm. grade is to say that based off of the overall value proposition of this play, We'd rather return two and a half units rather than three, just a little bit less, not a lot, just a little bit less because when you start laying numbers, the incentives are different. It's just harder to feel quite as confident. Sort of, it's just a little bit less on this one than we would in a grade, but still worth a pick. Uh, Cousin Jared, my summary of this game, my question to you, my reason why I like this is people are high on Stanford. They, you know, you're hearing a lot of hype. They're improved and I see some improvement. I think I'm more of a, the improvements coming down the road. I don't see it yet today. Mm-hmm. Model still has them ranked 118th. They're only 133 teams for a power five still now conference. That's very bad. Um, Cousin Jared, what is your take on that? Do you, do you think there's any, any reason to buy into this Stanford hype or are you like I am where it's kind of like, I don't really think it, it's there today. Yeah, I, I just don't think it's there yet for, for Stanford. And uh, you mentioned Colorado. You t- talked about how, how good they've been this season. My two things with Colorado, uh, number one, uh, I have yet to see them quit in, in any game. They play four quarters of basically every game, you know, I don't want to say Oregon game aside. Uh, I, I think they they were competing in that Oregon game. They were just completely outclassed in that game. But also, Oregon has Oregon has a very underrated and very good defense. So you yeah. can compete all you want. I still great defense. Yeah, and that defense yeah. was playing hard all 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 day long. Yeah, and, and I think you're going to see more of uh, you know similar to what you saw when USC and Stanford uh, played, where Colorado could put up, put up you know 35 points and 38 points in the first half of this game, uh, just because Stanford Stanford's defense is uh, not anywhere close to to what Oregon's no. uh, defense is. Um, so they they don't quit. I, I like that, especially when you're talking about laying a number like 11 points. And the other thing is, is I, I think. It's, it's something that I don't think that we have considered much with how bad Colorado has been uh, the past, I don't know, 10, 20 years. But uh, playing uh, you know, in, in Boulder there can definitely be quite a home field advantage. And I think that you are going to start seeing that again. I think you've already seen that um, this year, that that is just a, a tough place to go play. And so this is just a combination of, I trust Colorado to play four quarters. I don't think Stanford's very good. And I think all of that is going to be um, highlighted by uh, Colorado playing at home. 
I think that's just going to be a real tough place for Stanford to go into. We talked about that last week. Some of the Pac-12, some of the Mountain West schools have some of the strongest home field advantages, even though they may not house quite as many people. A few of them do uh, the, as some of the other schools. But the travel is a little bit tougher. The altitude of a lot of these places is tougher. We've long talked about the Pac-12 basketball road trips and you that call or Utah swing. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. difficult. It's it's not quite the same. It's a little bit easier in football because it's one game, not two at, at altitude. But mm-hmm. that altitude is a problem for a lot of teams. It's a nice home foot advantage, uh, especially when you're playing a team like Stanford, who who is going to be used to that altitude. And a lot of the Pac-12 teams, other than other really than Utah, uh, aren't. So Arizona is a little bit, I guess, but really it's Utah's the only the one that's that's up in, yep. the, in the in the altitude. I'm pretty sure. Yep. And so uh, that home foot advantage matters. Um, yeah, I, I think about this Colorado Stanford game like. USC. USC is the common opponent for both of them. USC destroyed Stanford. Uh, Colorado is obviously not that good, but when you think about how Colorado played Stanford, uh, and Colorado played USC, Colorado put up a lot of points off of them, and I don't see why they wouldn't put up a bunch of points on Stanford. Yep. Um, the only difference is that um, you know while USC put up a bunch of points on Colorado, USC's offense is a whole lot better than Stanford. So I don't really see how this goes awry. I feel like Colorado by 20 makes a lot more sense. This is one yep. of those things where... I think the model's closer uh, to, mm-hmm. to what will actually happen. We get one observation, and that's what we talk about. We don't know exactly what's going to happen in this one game. What we're talking about is they will play this 10 times. I think the average margin of victory about Colorado minus 20. So even though we only get one result of it, we think it's worth definitely your investment because we like Colorado on average to be the much better team here. Uh, some late Friday Pac-12 after dark to kick your weekend off. Six to Saturday, two PM. Navy and Charlotte. Uh, Cousin Jared again. We talked about you know no matter what we do here, we are never going away from our roots. Our roots here are uh, trash college football, not trash, weaker college football games, <laughs> yeah, questionable yeah. quality college football games. And folks, yeah. that's what this is. Number one fifteen and number one thirty three. Cousin Jared, number one thirty three. Let's yeah. just start off with that. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're going to be backing Navy because I have Charlotte number one thirty three. I'm not sure there's any other power rating out there that has Charlotte as dead last. A lot of them have Charlotte in the bottom. 10 mm-hmm. for whatever reasons i lent a little bit lower on charlotte when you compare them to some of the other bottom teams umass nevada western michigan kent state ul monroe there's a couple other ones akron probably a little bit now that their quarterbacks out yep sam houston state you know has really struggled you're seeing that again uh tonight when you compare them to some of those bottom teams do you think charlotte really is the worst or do you think we're overthinking that and it doesn't really matter if they're the worst or if they're third worst or fifth worst. There's a clear gap between these teams. Navy's the better team and fundamentally what Navy does might not work against a better team, but when they are the better team, that triple option is harder to stop and, and, and don't get caught up on is Charlotte really number 133 or 131. What's your take on that? Yeah, I, I would strongly encourage you not to get caught up on, on where exactly Charlotte is there. You just need to focus on the fact that Charlotte is in the the bottom somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah, and and we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about this a lot. Maybe we haven't, uh, but you see a lot with college football. I think you also see it a lot with college basketball is that um, – it's very difficult for a model with you know 133 teams or 300 and however many teams it is to account for how good the top teams are and how bad the bottom teams are. And so you do not have to be the dead last team to have trouble accounting for how bad you are. Um, you know, you just got to be in that bottom tier. And I think sideline kind of struggles with with that bottom tier there. And so I purposely have tried to make it a focus this season of if it tells you to go against one of these bad teams like Charlotte is, 
I think that deserves extra attention because mm. I think they might be so bad that sidelines just not grasping quite how how bad they are. So there may be even a little bit larger edge uh, than, than what sideline uh, has here. I, and I, the other thing I think about, um, I know we talked about this with Sean Manaya either the beginning of this baseball season or the end mm-hmm. of last baseball season, how you could not make sideline rate mm-hmm. him. Appro- he was so bad. Mm-hmm. You could not make mm-hmm. sideline rate him appropriately without breaking everything. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is something that we have to keep in mind that you cannot account for some of these outlier teams without breaking yeah. everything else. And so anyway, that's just a lot of words to say that I think there's a little additional value when sideline tells you um, to fade one of these really bad, bad teams. Cause I don't think it realizes how it can't, articulate how bad some of these bad teams really are. And I know a lot of our viewers have heard me say this. And so for those of you who've heard me say this, I apologize, but I do think it's important for someone who's newer or for someone who hasn't just, you know, haven't had it stick in their head just quite yet. The reason we kind of blind play the A grades is that the model says the edge is so large that we can say, Hey, even if I'm missing something, we probably still have an edge. Maybe the edge isn't as big as we thought, but there's probably it's still probably a plus expected value play. Maybe just a little bit less on the plus than we were hoping for. The B and the C grade picks, that's what we try to do here. Come on, show and say, here's the analysis why there might be more value than we realize. Because with the yeah. B and C grade picks, they're just not say they're not good picks. It's just that if we are missing something, all of a sudden we don't have a, a guaranteed yeah. or quote unquote as close to guaranteed plus yeah. expected value play. And so that's what we're kind of trying to do. So cousin Joe has a good uh, explanation on your part to say, Hey, this is a B grade pick that I think warrants a play because the model says it's plus expected value. And here's why I think that's accurate versus there are other B grade plays you look at and you say the model kind of likes it, but if it's missing by this much, all of a sudden now it's back to the line set well, and it's not worth my investment because there's right. so many other games to invest in on a Saturday. Uh, we don't need to be messing with every single game unless that's your thing. If that's your thing, it's fine, of course. But unless a lot of people, you know, aren't feeling that way. So, uh, okay. Charlotte, not good. Navy, not good either. Uh, but minus one fifty five B grade value for us. Model thinks they win sixty eight percent of the time, uh, and if they're in that two thirds ish range, the break even points can be minus two hundred. So we've got pretty decent price here uh go ahead and locking in at navy for saturday weird time slot uh yeah. you know always fun to have that though at least we'll have something to maybe turn in to tune into a little bit here uh uh in, in between games and the first set of games ends right something else else to, to, to switch over to yeah yep. uh back to the normal time games 3 30 p.m eastern florida atlantic and south florida uh, a battle of florida schools that uh you know i don't know who's gonna win we're not here to talk about who's gonna win in this game we're here to talk about the total but neither one of these teams is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, South Florida's defense, uh, mm, not mm-hmm. good. No, aided by the rain and the wind to stop Alabama because not that Alabama's offense is rolling, but any offense should be able to score off South South Florida. It's just the elements I think threw that one off yeah. Yeah. a little bit and and it made their defense look a little bit better. Otherwise, that defense is atrocious. Florida Atlantic supposed to have a better offense. Casey Thompson. Not good enough to play in the Big 12. Not good enough to play in the Big 10. I think he was a perfectly good quarterback for Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Unfortunately, out for the year. That's been out for a little bit now. Um, mm-hmm. So their offense now is kind of takes it back. But that defense for Florida Atlantic, pretty decent for a group of five school. They play a little slower. Battle the paces here. The model thinks all of this averages out and gets you to about a pretty average football game at 55. We're going to go under 59.5. Because, Jerry, there are a lot of totals out there that we aren't really rushing to lock in because we're waiting for a point here. It's kind of in no man's land. And we're going to, we're going to do some totals of the day. Like we already did a total of the day in college football on Tuesday. 
over on TikTok and Instagram. Again, those those are free. That link's in the show description. Uh, we're going to do more of those later in the week. So there's some that you're not really rushing on, but this is the one that you highlighted that you were rushing to. So I'm curious, why are you rushing to get this one, especially when you've got two, you got a, t- a team in South Florida that really wants to play this game in the, I don't know, pick a number. They want to play it in the 70s and the 80s, 90s. I don't know what they yeah. want to do. Um, yeah. So why, knowing that, why... Why is this under one of your favorites for the, for Saturday? Yeah, so uh, the first thing that I want to hit on, you already mentioned, two not great teams. Uh, that that's always good when you're, even though you know the pace might might be a little bit higher in South Florida's case, two not good teams that always helps an under for the most part. Uh, the the other thing I would say, two quarterbacks who, according to sideline, do not add points to the game, mm. uh, two below <laughs> average quarterbacks, mm. and so that also is helpful. Um, but my biggest thing here is I feel like this to me is an exact repeat of what we had for our total of the day on, on Tuesday, that mm. one when we took the under in the Liberty yeah. uh, Jacksonville yeah. State game, where yeah. we had a total projecting in the mid 50s. And we were able to very specifically here get under 59 and a half. So we are covering every outcome uh, with a total that ends up in the 50s. And there are a lot and of those and of those outcomes the, of the four biggest. 58, 59 are two of the top, two of the top. Yep, yep, exactly. And so we're getting north of, of two of those very key numbers there. So that that's basically what this is, is I am just taking all the 50s and saying, I'm betting that this game falls, doesn't get to the 60s. That That's what I'm betting. And with two teams that um, aren't great, um, you know, and I've, I've said this multiple times the past few weeks, um, one 10 minute scoring drought, you can still go over a game that's in the fifties. You have one 10 minute scoring drought. It's going to be hard to go over uh, 60. And so 59 and a half is a very key number here. This is exactly where I wanted this number to be before I would go over in this one. So that is why this was picked because it was go grab this number now, uh, minus 105. So who knows? It may go up to 60, but 60 is not particularly a key number. Uh, so 59 and a half, much, much more important. So go grab this number right now. Florida Atlantic, according to the model, ranked 80th. Uh, South Florida, 123rd. I think that might be a little bit. We might be a little bullish on uh, on uh, Florida Atlantic, a little bearish on South Florida. You know, but but two not good teams. Either however you want to slice it. Because um, you're going to go a little bit off script here and, and throw something at you that you did not prep before. But I'm curious your takes. You kind of brought it up. Is it, it is it possible? I'm thinking about how like the NFL works too, right? Is it possible that the best offenses are better than the medium offenses by just, they take off on the scale by more than anything else that like the difference between bad defense and medium defense is about the same as medium defense and good defense. But the difference between bad offense and medium offense is not that the medium offense and the good offense is a lot higher. And so is it possible Mm -hmm. that the offense is just when you get that skill set, just add a different dimension and that's where the totals can get higher at a hand because the offenses are so good. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Uh, You know, I mean, because you mentioned these offenses that they're going to struggle to score and obviously the defenses are good, but is it that the offense is kind of like the the, the offensive quality is what matters more than the defensive quality, I guess is another way to say that. Yes. Yes. I I, I would agree with that, that even like they just don't have the athletes on offense for either of these teams for you to be like, yeah, they're putting up points no matter what. They're going to be consistent. They're going to chew up yards every drive. It's like, as good as these players are, may, may 
maybe for the level that they play at, there's going to be back-to-back three and outs, probably yeah. more than once in, in this game. And, and so, like, that's just the thing. When you get into the 60s, you got to, like, have two teams that are either just playing lights out fast, which South Florida could definitely do if they this was the right matchup. This is not right, not the right matchup um, for that. you got to have two teams that go lightning fast. you got to have two teams that are just uber-talented on, on offense. And, and Florida Atlantic brings down the pace in this game, and neither offense is just uber-talented. Yeah, so maybe maybe I, I I'm trying to work through the question as we think about it here on the spot, but maybe the way it's a phrase it is it's not to say that offense is better than defense or whatever because I know it's, especially if you're watching the show and you played football at any level, whichever side you played you liked more, you would say that's better, right? So not to get into that debate, yeah. but just more that the uh, the variability on offense is bigger, and so that can create yeah. a more drastic. That's going to control things more than defense, whereas it's easier mm. to play. You know that that even if you're a bad defense, it's easier to be at least much more mediocre. Whereas it's just it's harder to get to that level on offense. That the gaps are just bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah. So the offense can, is, is driving this down. Under 59 and a half, like you said, a great analogy to the total today that we had on uh, Tuesday night. That was a, a relative easy winner. Key number 59 and a half. Again, one of those. Lock it in now. Uh, go ahead and just mm-hmm. mark those funds for for that one. It, it maybe goes 60. Who cares? But if it goes down to 59, 58 and a half, 58. Now you're talking about losing a lot of the value and at 58. Cause Jared, I'm guessing you would recommend, you would say maybe play it, but at like half the amount, because now yeah. you push at 58 and you'll win at 55, but you're, you're losing out on enough that it, it really, like we said, at the start of the show, it changes the value because the, yep. the reward is just not quite there at that price. Yep. Completely agree. Uh, late night. 11 p.m. Eastern, we got another island special, San Diego State and Hawaii. Cousin Jared, we have not been impressed with San Diego State whatsoever nope. this nope. year. Motto still says they're the better team. Hawaii, as improved as Hawaii was last year, and I do think they're making shrines. I do think they're going in the right direction. It's almost like Stanford. It's just it's not there yet. They were mm-hmm. put in quite a hole with the lack of players they had last year. It's going to take some mm-hmm. time for them to get out of that hole. They don't have the resources out there. I like the direction they're going. There was a time last year they were bottom. I think they were dead last at one point last year. Um, They were bottom five for most of last year. So at this point, being out of the bottom 10, that's a step in the right direction. They're still not as good as San Diego State. San Diego State's still the better team, better athletes. But going on the road, there's not an easy situation. And again, we talk about the value. Hawaii plus 180 offers some value here. B grade. Model thinks they win 42% of the time. So if you ask me who do you think is going to win, I would say San Diego State. But we're not betting even money. Uh, if you bet San Diego State, you don't win very much money. And you bet Hawaii, you don't have to risk very much at all to get a nice little payout. So B grade value in Hawaii plus 180. Because is this game even on TV? Because I tried to watch a late in Hawaii game a couple of weeks ago, and it wasn't on anything. I, you know, I, it was yeah. off Fubo, I think. It was the only thing I could, I could get it on or something. I'm like... I'm just watching Game Tracker, you know, trying to figure out what's happening. I finally I was like, screw, I'm just going to sleep, you know? Yeah, CBS Sports Network at, at right, 11 right, o'clock know. Eastern or, or 10 o'clock Central. Uh, yeah, that's definitely where I will be tuned in uh, this weekend. So uh, I, I gave you a, a B-grade outright home dog winner in the Mountain West last week, and I'm going to do the same thing this week uh, because, like you mentioned, we have I like the confidence. impressed. Yeah, we have not been impressed with San Diego State. You know, I took their full season uh, win under. Just the offense is, is not wonderful, and it hasn't been for a while. But I feel like the That's, defense. I think we has, expected has that. Stayed. That was that wasn't yeah. that wasn't a surprise. Yeah, the, the defense has taken a step down though, uh, and, and yeah. so I think that that's the the bigger thing. That's the surprise. Probably. Yeah, what's going to cause San Diego State fans to have some consternation is how the defense has been playing. So. Um, 
the other thing is, is like you cannot discount a road trip to Hawaii. Will San Diego State be as affected by that as other teams? Probably not. They they do it uh, every other year, so or have in the past, uh, recent past, done it every other year. Um, so they probably won't be as affected by it. But I just can't. I go back to uh, the Fresno State team that went out there that was so good with Jake Hayner and Hawaii, like just went off in the first half of, of that game and, and won it. Fresno State tried to come back and win, but couldn't quite do it. And uh, if that Fresno State team can go out to Hawaii and get get beat, uh, San Diego State definitely could as well. I think this is just too steep odds um, for what we've seen from San Diego State this season and the tough road trip that this presents. I think the everything you said there, 100% agree. And then just to kind of put a bow on it, has the, I can't even tell you what the most impressive San Diego state game has been this year. They've played six and I think your options are either a seven point home win against Ohio who either who didn't have a very, who didn't have a hundred percent work at quarterback yeah. or a three yeah. point loss at home to Boise state. That's the most impressive. Cause cause I'm telling you uh, beating Idaho state by eight at home. That ain't it. Uh, yeah, they got thumped yep. by UCLA, which is whatever. They got thumped by Oregon State, which is whatever. But those weren't impressive. They got thumped by Air Force, which again, we're, we love some Air Force this year. But like, they haven't yeah. done anything this year. So, uh, I mean, I, I submit to you, I've got Ohio uh, ranked seventy fifth. So, so we'll say the most impressive thing they've done this year. The only impressive thing they've done this year is uh, they beat the seventy fifth best team at home by a touchdown when their quarterback wasn't healthy. I mean, that ain't good. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not good. I would actually say the most impressive thing they've done this year is lose by less than three touchdowns on the road to Oregon State. That's probably the and you may be right. Yeah, you, I, you might be yeah. right, and that's why I'm like looking through this and I'm, I'm yeah. struggling. I, yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, it's it's not good. Um, like you said, yeah. like we said, the defense has been the really surprising thing that their offense has struggled for a while now. Um, but they've always had just a rock solid defense, and that's not been the case this year. Um, should they go out and get the win? Absolutely. Do we see upsets of football, college football all the time? Absolutely. If you want to split your bet, you want to take the points, obviously that's your call. We're not trying to say what to do or what not to do. I just, I love me the money lines. I, I've preached it a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you've been here for any time, you know it, you know why. Um, what I'll add here, the other benefit of this money line is, you know, it's a late game. Uh, we're all going to be tired for a long day of college football. If this mm-hmm. is exciting, you stay up and watch it. If Hawaii's down 14 or 11 or whatever late, and you got the points, you're kind of like, oh, maybe we can backdoor. They're yeah. like 11 or 14. We should go to bed. Who cares? We, yeah. we didn't risk yeah. much. We're worse than less than a unit. We're not, we're not. And yeah. that's the thing is we take a, we take enough of these plus one eighties. We only hit, we hit 40% of them. We're going to make yep. money. And that's yep. what, that's what we're here to do uh, is we're, we're here. All we're here to do. Look, I know. And some of you, look, if you're here to hit the lottery, I'm sorry, this isn't the show for you. Um, <laughs> what we're here to do, because you're what I'm here to do is I'm here to wake up Sunday morning with more money in mm-hmm. my account. Mm-hmm on Saturday morning. That's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. And yep. Yep. how do you do one way to do that is take enough reasonable do- chances to have a chance to win. Uh, again, I'm not going to disparage you. If you take the point, that's fine. It's personal preference, but I, I just love the money line because again, if it's, if it's interesting, I can stay up and watch it root for a win. If not go to bed, no worries. Don't have to, don't have to care uh, yep. <laughs> because uh, plus one, to be a nice little payout. But if it doesn't hit, we're going to, we're going to hit a plus one eighty somewhere. We got a bunch of them uh, already locked in over there on dub club, which does it for, this portion of the show again sign up on dub club link in the show description under a dollar a day all of that money allows me to provide all of this for you so for those of you who are with us on dub club your support is much 
appreciated. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, thank you for that support. We are going to uh, stay up all night long talking about culture. It won't be that all long, but but it, it'll be a, a good fun show. Uh, Cousin Jared, parting words uh, before we have our 30-second breather where we can uh, adjust our back so yeah. that we don't violate uh, the company policy on uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like this content, uh, subscribe over at Dub Club and you can get two more hours of this. Just imagine what you just did for two more hours. Uh, so yeah, join us over there if you want more of this. Also, uh, the other thing is two more hours of it, but also for some games, we will spend 12 seconds on it and be like, nope. So that's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here comes the music. <laughs> 